found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Tuesday and a busy show lined up for you this afternoon, taking you home on your drive. Alex Halstead will kick things off. Talking Iowa State, a big football recruiting weekend for them as they picked up five commitments. We'll get into that with Alex Halstead. Coming up here at about 4.20 this afternoon, then at 4.40, we're talking Cubs with Al Yellen. Bleed Cubby Blue taking a look at the Cubs as the losing streak continues last night. A tough 2-1 to loss to the Dodgers out on the road. The youngster, pretty good start last night, but... Uh, Another one in the L column for the Cubs. We'll get into that with Al Yellen here at about 440. Then early in the 5 o'clock hour, about 510 or so, Tim Dwight and Tavian Banks are going to stop by. They have their football camp coming up here in the month of July. And a real great opportunity for kids to go out there, learn from two of the all-time greats in our state. You go back to their high school careers, what they were able to do on the field that game in the Unidome between Iowa City, City High, and Bettendorf, one of the all-timers, a packed-up Unidome for that one. And uh, we'll relive some memories, but opportunity for kids ages 7 through 14 to go to the Tim Dwight and Tavian Banks All-Star Football Camp. More information at tntcamps.com. That's tntcamps.com, where you can find out a little bit more information. July 27th and 28th, from 8 until 4, those two days, at West Des Moines Valley High School. Chance to learn football fundamentals from them. Other great high school and college coaches from across the Midwest will be on hand to help out. Great event. Guys have been doing it for a few seasons and really uh, talk to families, talk to kids that have been at this event. Nothing but glowing reviews about that. So looking forward to it and and certainly looking forward to that conversation. Jimmy B's a little late getting to studio today, so uh, I will man things until Brinson's ready to go with us. But until that point, I got to relive some memories. And when you bring up those two guys' names for, you know, an Iowan like myself growing up as a Hawkeye fan like I did, those guys were on a pedestal middle school, high school years, when they were going through some of the great memories of those teams, what they did in Washington in the Sun Bowl, the Washington team that had just won at the time a Pac-10 title and knocking them off in dominating fashion. The 1997 season, they come in with the big accolades, got off to a rousing start, huge performances out of both of those guys, came crashing down very quickly against Ohio State, Andy Katzenmore. I might have to bring that up to those guys, find out who missed that block on that play to begin the ball game. But the the other thing is the Michigan game is still of 1997. That is, as we look back during the summertime, and we do this a lot during this time, and look back, that is one of those great what-if moments for me and, and the trajectory of Iowa football and what happened afterwards. If... My memory serves after that. They had a couple of tough losses, lost to Wisconsin, lost to Northwestern, both tight games after that. And Matt Sherman, the quarterback at the time, much maligned, I know, from a lot of Hawkeye fans. But you saw what they were without Sherman in the lineup. It just wasn't the same team. If he was healthy, if he hadn't broken his hand during that game, how different it could have been. I still believe that they outplayed Michigan that day. This wasn't just any Michigan team. 
This was their last national championship team of 1997 with Charles Woodson and company and Brian Greasy at quarterback. This was a stacked Michigan team, and I thought that day Iowa deserved a better fate than what it turned out. But we'll relive some memories with those guys. We'll go down memory lane a little bit with Tavian and Tim coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, about 5.10 for that one. Jimmy B, you finally made it. What's up? Well, look, pal, you know, when uh, nature calls, you got to take care of business. So sorry I'm late, but I'm here. So everything is – what is that? What is that? Fa- I'm okay. That's that favorite line that they all – when everybody falls down or something. I'm okay. So I'm okay, Trent. You're here. Well, while you were gone, while you were uh, making your way to the studio, I uh, went down memory lane a little bit with some great memories – of uh, uh-huh. Iowa football as Tim Dwight and Tavian Banks will be joining us in the 5 o'clock hour talking about their football camp, Jim. Now, you, I'm going to guess 1997 probably, though you might have watched this game, Iowa came in ranked. Michigan was on their way to playing for a national title that year. Still one of the great what-ifs about Iowa. And, and that's where, you know, you wonder if Iowa wins that game and Matt Sherman, their quarterback at the time, doesn't get hurt as he broke his hand late in that game ended up throwing an interception with a broken hand. If that doesn't happen, how different it was. Because it seemed very deflating. Iowa lost to pretty average Northwestern and Wisconsin teams that year. They get that win against Michigan. They go on, play for a Big Ten championship, You know, maybe even make a run at a Rose Bowl. Those do those things. What happens then the following season, even if Iowa takes a step back to Hayden Fry? Does Hayden Fry decide to stick around a little bit longer, try to rebuild things once again, it's just it's one of those thoughts that the changing dynamics of college athletics and what one single game can do, how different it can be just with one moment, one game. And that's something that I always wonder about, how different things would be if that game singularly would have been different. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, you're absolutely right. And look, I'm sure that fans that from every team, Trent, whether if it's high school, college, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, whatever, whatever you're a fan of, there are always those games that you go, "What if? Mm-hmm. What if? What? What if Sherman doesn't break his hand?" Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, look at every every fan has a couple of those "What if" games, and it's it's tough sometimes to go back and relive that, thinking that. Man, oh man, oh man! I'll, I'll just I'll just go recent here, where we saw the very first game of the NBA championship with Golden State and Cleveland. What if George Hill makes that free throw? What if the officials didn't review the charge block call on LeBron James? And what if J.R. Smith doesn't have a fart, a brain fart, and dribbles the ball away instead of trying to score? I mean. That's just that's just recent history. Mm-hmm. I mean, fa- fans can relive just like what you just did. Can relive different games in their head and talk amongst themselves with all kinds of passion, with excitement, and then just shake your their head and go, "What if?" That's it. Another great white what if from the Iowa State perspective. What if five four years ago George Niang doesn't fracture his foot? After, yes. After they uh, knocked off North Carolina Central in the first round, they come back, they beat Carolina without him in the next round, but then get upended in a tight game against UConn. 
a UConn team that went on to to win the national title. Now, maybe national title is a, a hill too high, but even getting to a Final Four that year, certainly the path was open for them to do that, playing a seven seed in UConn in the Sweet 16. Yep. And then Michigan State, who, yes, was Michigan State, but it was a four seed, a very up-and-down team that year. Gary Harris was on that squad. Uh, Payne, I think, was their big guy. Still a winnable game, and then you get there. I mean, anything can happen. That's another one of those great what-ifs. There's all kinds of them, Jimmy B. That's the luxury of being a fan. As much as the heartache can sometimes bring you down, the great moments will bring you back up, but also reliving what could have been, how different things would be, and everybody in this state could say that. What if Ty Rogers didn't hit a 30-footer? All of a sudden, Drake, <laughs> instead of you know playing UConn in the second round, looked like it was going to play. They played San Diego. That, that's who they would have faced off in the round of 32 to get to a Sweet 16. Ah, uh, the what-ifs. They go on and on and on, Jimmy B. Yes, they do. They do. I mean, it's amazing. And every fan has not just one, Trent, but probably several what-ifs that they can point to, just like you just alluded to, to what what's going to be discussed coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. And it's interesting from the standpoint that you bring that up, that even being a longtime play-by-play announcer, you, you remember things from different games. And when you walk, and when the game is over, and you're walking out to the rent-a-car and heading with the, with the crew to the airport, you're going, what if he doesn't touch that in line with his toe? Mm-hmm. What if they didn't review that? How that would have changed the game? The other team would have won. I mean, it, Trent, it just goes on and on and on. It does. A lot of memories, and that'll be fun coming up. 5'10 or so, Tavian Banks and Tim Dwight will mm-hmm. be here. We'll talk about that at football camp and a whole lot more. To the here and now, Jimmy B, and uh, a lot going on certainly in that front. Recruiting news, we're going to get into that with Alex Halstead from the Cyclone perspective. Coming up here in about 10 minutes or so, we'll talk about the big recruiting weekend for him. World Cup this afternoon, Argentina, Jimmy B. You like Messi? Yeah. And yeah, and he on. scored. Yeah, he scored. So I think he's the first guy to score a World Cup goal in his teens, his 20s, and his 30s. And that's pretty impressive. It really is. So from that standpoint, Argentina does indeed get in. Uh, after they were on the outside looking in. Speaking of which, did you happen to see the shot of Maradona in the stands? I don't think they took so, a no, shot. No. Oh, they took a shot of Maradona in the stands, and he flipped everybody off. Live TV, World Cup at its finest once again. You know that happened last night for the NBA awards as well. Charles Barkley's talking about the late or the great, I should say, the great Bill Russell, and the camera zooms in on Russell, and he flips off Barkley on live TV, and everybody's just dying laughing. Hey, when you're 86 like Russ, you can pretty much do what you want to do. And I got to so kick Mar- out of it. Yeah, 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 go, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, Mar- it. Maradona, Maradona. I think he's still on the drugs. So from that standpoint, uh, I'm sure his head's probably still pretty cloudy. Jimmy B, speaking of that last night, you talk about much ado about nothing. I mean, the, the NBA awards in general, just, I, I don't know. Are, aren't we going to look back upon this, much like we do with Michael Jordan when he got the MVP robbed from him, when Barkley won it, and when Carl Malone, because uh-huh. people got sick of voting for him. And aren't we doing yeah. the same thing now with LeBron yes. James? Yes, yes, yes. 
Yes, exactly. That's exactly what has happened. Because every time LeBron plays, we anticipate superhuman activity. And it was the same way when MJ was playing. Oh, I gotta watch Jordan. You never know what's gonna happen. It's a superhuman move. We're not, we're not gonna see that one again. So, yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, everybody on this planet knows who the best basketball player in the world is. And it's not that close. Right. It's really not. When you think about it, Trent, it's not really that close. It's LeBron and then everybody else is behind him. So from that standpoint and the season that LeBron had with a team that probably would be lucky to win 30 games, and I might be generous here, 30 games if he's not playing for them. Is that, am I close on that, do you think? Yeah, they're, they're certainly a lottery, lottery team. There's no doubt about that. They're bad. Oh, they're bad. Yeah, without him, they're bad. And look, I, I, I know that you're not a big fan of James Harden. No. Because you don't, you don't like his old man style and his game and that sort of thing, and you think he hogs the ball, which I sort of agree with you on that standpoint. But he's playing on a team that is just has, has talent and shooters everywhere. LeBron doesn't have that. And from that, and then here's the other argument. Well, he plays in the East. It's not as good as the West. Look, basketball is basketball. Everybody thought the Toronto Raptors were going to be the team to come out of the East and unseat the Cleveland Cavaliers. That didn't happen. So it's one of those things where I think you're right. I think LeBron. He is on that MJ level. There's no question between the two. It's those two guys and Wilt and then everybody else. Those three guys, I should say. And then everybody else for the most part. And I agree with you from the standpoint, well, we just can't give it to LeBron every year. So, all right, we'll give it to James Harden. Year before, well, let's see. That guy at uh, Oklahoma City Thunder was pretty good. He had a triple-double. All right, we'll give it to Russell Westbrook this year and not LeBron. So, yes, there are circumstances, but I think everybody knows, Trent, who the best player is, and he still, until maybe Friday, still resides in Cleveland. Well, with that, Jim, we're going to find out some of the next great players at Iowa State. A big recruiting weekend for Iowa State football. Alex Halstead from CycloneAlert.com, he's going to stop by. Tell us a little bit more about the new commitments. Take a look forward what's next on the page for Iowa State and football recruiting. Also get into a little basketball talk as well. Coming up on the other side, we're talking Cyclones with Alex Halstead next on Jimmy B and TC. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Sponsored by Serta. Get a free box spring or up to $500 off an adjustable set with the purchase of select iComfort mattresses. Hurry in to Archer Home Center in Adele or visit SertaRetailers.com. 
Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. I'm running a pretty serious side hustle thing. I drive, I deliver, I DJ, I podcast, I hustle. It's a lifestyle. Until one of the side things pops off. It's apps, mail, messages, and music all day, all night. What gets it done is AT&T prepaid for only 55 bucks a month with AutoPay. And check this out. They even gave me 30 bucks off my phone. It's more hustle, less hassle. Man, that's good. Marketing should be one of my side things. Switch to AT&T prepaid with no activation fee and no annual contract and get unlimited data for only 55 bucks a month with AutoPay. Plus, come in now and ask how to get $30 off an AT&T prepaid smartphone. AT&T. More for your thing. That's our thing. Smartphone offer ends 7-12-18. Requires activation and payment on new line of service on $65 per month plan and auto pay sign up at sale. In-store at participating AT&T locations only. Wireless price includes $10 auto pay discount. AT&T may slow data speeds when network is congested. Video streaming limited to SD. Additional charges, speed, usage, and other restrictions apply. See store for details. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. One in eight. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. At Komen, we think this is unacceptable. We know that this statistic represents our mothers, sisters, aunts, and friends who have to face this awful disease, and we do not intend to sit back and do nothing about it. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us fund national research and provide life-saving breast health services to women in our community. Get registered today at komengreateriowa.org backslash DM race. See you at the start line. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. 
If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 6 o'clock right here on the Big Talker, 1700. Uh, Alex Halstead, 24-7, Cyclone Alert. Always a good thing when we get a chance to uh, talk some uh, Iowa State football and basketball with Alex. He joins us right now here on the Big Talker, 1700. Alex, good afternoon to you. And I'd say you've been pretty busy the last few days trying to keep track of all of the recruits that have come through and the guys that have signed, Alex. Yeah, at this time last week, we were talking about a, a commitment that Iowa State got last Monday, and then uh, who knew that the following six days or so would, would keep me even busier. Iowa State picked up five commitments in a span of seven days, in, including the first commit of 2020. So their 2019 class is moving right along, and, and now all of a sudden their 2020 class uh, is underway as that class, as that 2019 class starts to fill up. Yeah, and very intriguing, that prospect from the 2020 class, still two years of high school, in front of Aiden Bowman, the quarterback from up in Minnesota. His dad played in the NFL, big frame, six foot five. Certainly looks like he needs to add a little bit of weight to that frame, but overall, a guy to get a jump start in that class and do it with the quarterback. You know, those quarterbacks, they like to do a little recruiting themselves, Alex. Yeah, I've only heard good things about Aiden Bowman. I saw him for the first time throw on, on June 2nd. And Iowa State had seen Aiden Bowman throw back in, in the early spring, offered him right after they saw him throw, and then I saw him at camp June 2nd. Uh, a left-handed, you know, thrower, six foot five, like you said. He's really got a, a frame that you can build upon, but I think the thing you notice out there is, is, first of all, that frame, but then also some of the arm strength and some of the places that he can put the ball, you know, on the sideline and some of the throws he made downfield. You can see what Iowa State likes in him. And he came back July, or I should say June 21st, for a second camp, and the reason he came back then was to commit. So he's the first commit of 2020, and like you said, those quarterbacks typically can become recruiters if they commit early, um, and they get him so early that now he can really start to get on. A guy like Gavin Williams, who was back at camp from Southeast Polk, a four-star running back that you know a quarterback probably wants some, wants some tools around him, so I imagine he'll get on him. But the other part of Aiden Bowman is, like you said, his dad, his dad, Todd Bowman, spent 13 years in the NFL as a quarterback. He's his high school coach, and so – um, the genes are probably there a little bit, but also just the fact that, you know, being the son of a coach, I think is something Matt Campbell is always like, but also a guy that is being developed by a quarterback and a guy who played in the NFL. You at least know what you're getting when you get him. He'll have been well coached at that position. Other three prospects, Eric Horn, a linebacker, rangy six foot three kid from down in Florida, quick hit on Horn. And uh, see, certainly seems like the kind of guy 
size and can run that they look for against Big 12 defenses. Yeah, you mentioned the main thing there, and I think the word's probably rangy. You know, he's got a six foot three wingspan, and that's kind of what Matt Campbell looks like looks for in some of these outside linebackers is guys with long arms who can play in space in the Big 12. You know, they, they typically look for these hybrid safety slash linebackers because in the Big 12 he likes to move them around and make sure that they can play sideline to sideline and in space. And so that's kind of what they get in Horn, and he comes from the same high school as Jaquan and Josh Bailey, who so far, or at least Jaquan, has paid dividends in his first two seasons. Offensive lineman also commits over the weekend, Daryl Simmons from just south in uh, down on the Florida, uh, Illinois, excuse me, Missouri border in East St. Louis makes his commitment. 6'2", 280, big man coming in, helping with that line. Yeah, he's a guy that's probably a little under the radar in terms of the recruiting world, but Iowa State saw him at Lindenwood, a satellite camp on June 1st, liked him enough, told him to come back June 9th for their big man camp, liked him again, and offered him, and that thing transpired pretty quickly. But a guy that's probably going to play guard or center for them, and that's two guys in the St. Louis area now. You know, when Matt Campbell first got to Iowa State, they attacked St. Louis hard, and and now we're starting to see that between Daryl Simmons and cornerback Derek Miller, who they got earlier in June, and that's going to be a, a place, St. Louis, where they're going to continue to attack, even though Iowa and Minnesota and some of these other schools are trying to recruit that area hard as well. And finally, the uh, fifth commitment over the week was D.K. Blaylock. And, well, you know, everybody has a type, a type that they go after. For Matt Campbell and his staff, for wide receiver, on the outside, they look guys that have a little bit of size to them, and Blaylock certainly has that. Yeah, you were starting to notice some of the body types Campbell likes in general, whether that's, you know, longer defensive ends like Corey Suttle, Mm -hmm. um, who's got really long arms, or, you know, I just mentioned it with Eric Horn, out linebacker and some of these offensive linemen while with Paul Rhodes we saw some of them where they bring them in 250 and try to build them up almost all these offensive linemen seem 280 290 um 300 and then like you said receiver we're really noticing now in this class with Blaylock they've got two receivers who are six foot five one who's six foot four and one who's six foot two and three of those four guys are sprinters in the 200 meter dash and track and so they're going after these big frames who also are kind of these multi-sport athletes and Blaylock is uh, six foot five. Told me that he measured while at Iowa State with a six foot seven wingspan. He's only one seventy, so they're gonna have to bulk him up. But in some ways, he reminds you of Akeem Butler in that sense. Not that he's gonna necessarily be that player, but his frame is kind of similar. Come with Butler coming out of high school is pretty skinny. They can add weight to him, bulk him up, and that's what they like in him. And um, interestingly enough, like Butler, he told me that in in his early years, he thought he'd be recruited to play basketball. He plays basketball, runs track, and plays football. And you're starting to see a little bit more of these track athletes in this 2019 class for Matt Campbell. So 14 commitments now for the uh, class coming up next season, the 2019 class. What's left? What uh, else is on the wish list right now? And and what position group do you see them targeting, Alex? Yeah, they're filling up a lot faster than I thought they would. But I think when you're taking guys this early, it's obviously guys you want because you're not necessarily going to start reaching for guys in June. So what they've gotten is guys that they've targeted early but they are starting to run out of room. and It's not to say they're not going to fill up soon, you know, because if, if priorities wanted to commit, they would take them, but they're not going to rush into kids that aren't priorities. And so I think the top position that fans are going to watch, and fans watch it every year and it's still open, is the second running back position. You know, they got Leonard Glass last week, who's about five foot nine. He's kind of that smaller, shiftier back that you can split out wide, move in different ways, move, move around the field but they need to get their bigger running back. And one of them could be Jirel Brock, who is now down to Iowa State, Minnesota, Northwestern. He told me he's going to probably come to a decision to himself this week and then announce it. I think he might be leaning Minnesota, but you know you never know with him. I think 
His recruitment's been a little bit all over the place, and so you don't know for sure what he's going to do. But then a guy they really like is Brees Hall, you know, six foot two running back that would be the definition of a big running back. Ran for two thousand plus yards last year in Wichita, and uh, he just released his top eight. And I think Iowa State and Tennessee are in good shape there, but it's it's hard to know when he's going to get closer to a decision. So running back is probably the position that most fans have their eye on, but it's also just a big position because this is really the first year in a couple of years they've taken a running back. Really since they took Kane Nwagu and David Montgomery, they haven't taken a running back in a recruiting class, and they've got Leonard Glass, but they not, now they need to get a workhorse, especially that position becomes even more important if Montgomery has a good year and goes to the NFL. If they had their choice, if both Brees Hall and Jirel Brock were both ready to commit and they wanted to do it to Iowa State, who do you think would be the uh, the choice of the staff? Well, I think whoever committed first would probably would probably <laughs> you know get the spot. You know, I, I do think there's not like they would turn one way or one would try to commit. They'd say, call the other quick and say, hey, he's trying to commit, you should commit. But I do think Brees Hall, to me, at least I think from the sense I get, I think probably fits them a little bit more. He's kind of more of that all-around back that I think probably reminds the staff a little bit of a Kareem Hunt uh, type player who can who can block, who can catch the ball, um, big physical guy. So I, I think Brees Hall, someone that they really want, I think they've wanted him for a while. At one point I mentioned that you know Brock and Hall were 1A and 1B. That could still be the case, but for some reason I just think Hall is a guy that they've, they've really tried to get. But they would be happy with either of them if, if Brock called tomorrow and said he wanted to be a Cyclone. Having a great conversation with Alex Halstead right now, 24-7, Cyclone Alert. Okay, let's go to hoops here a little bit. Uh, what have you been able to gleam from the uh, Cap City League? Uh, I saw George Condon is like having his way with just about everybody. Yeah, that's the most thing we can really get out of the Cap City right now is some of these younger guys. Those are the main guys that are playing right now, whether it's Condit or Taylor Horton Tucker or uh, Tyrese Halliburton and then Zion Griffin obviously is out with uh, the MCL scope that he had uh, probably about a week ago now. But, you know, first of all, I think Horton Tucker continues to impress. We talked about him last week, just the size you see in him, his arm length and his body, probably 235 pounds. It's just probably going to be physical enough to play meaningful minutes in the Big 12 this year. But I think he's averaging through two weeks like 40-some points a game, and that doesn't mean much, but I think you just kind of see some of his athleticism. And then Condit, I think the thing he just kind of shows already what – what we saw coming out from the reports down when he was playing for Puerto Rico against a much higher level of competition than the Cap City League is just he's already kind of got the blocking ability, the rim-protecting ability. And the main thing with him is just how much and how quickly can they develop his body. I don't think it's going to happen overnight, but it wouldn't surprise me if this time next year he's at a 20, 25 pounds. But in the meantime, what can his role be this, this year? Um, I think he's already a capable rim protector. And I think once they add Wade and, and he works on more of his skill around the hoop, uh, he can be a really good player for them because he, he's already kind of shown some of those signs of things he can do with the ball. Michael Jacobson, Jimmy B's number one overall pick. He yep. had a big game over the weekend, 38 points. Yep. But most importantly, Alex, he can't just look at the box score. He was hitting shots from the outside. Eight three-pointers in the game, something that he did with a great propensity as a high schooler shoot the basketball from deep. Didn't do it his first two years at Nebraska. It appears that part of his game, though, is coming back. What do you see from Jacobson from the outside? Yeah, that's going to be the interesting thing with, with Jacobson is can he help him stretch the floor a bit, little bit? They they wanted Hans Brace to become that guy last year. We saw him step out a little bit and try to shoot three, but he just never 
was never really obviously healthy, and then the three-point part of that game never really came. And I think those probably those two things probably played hand in hand. But when you have a big man that, especially in this offense, this spread-out offense, if, that they have to respect and go out, and even if he's not going to make a ton of them or shoot a ton of them, that they have, at least have to go out and guard him, it kind of helps the spacing. And like you said, Jacobson, I think he ended up eight for thirteen, and you know he's capable of hitting them. And it'll be interesting to see what that what that looks like in even against some of those mid-major opponents in early November. But if he can develop that part, much like Mario Shayok, they wanted to develop that three-point shot, it gives them different options from beyond the arc. Because I think that's one of the biggest questions for this team going into next year. One of them is obviously how does this team gel because it's completely different makeup. But the second part is who get, who does help replace some of that perimeter shooting because you got Lindell Wigginton who shot you know forty plus percent from the uh, from beyond three point beyond the three point arc and I think Wilder Bath can add a little bit but who are going to be some of those other guys and Shaq has got to probably be one but if you can get a forward like Jacobson to be able to at least make them respect you I think it'll help the flow of your offense a little bit. You know, you reference Wigginton. He got a pretty nice opportunity coming up for him. He got invited to uh, the elite uh, college basketball camp coming up. Yeah, so Wigginton's going to have a busy, really, first two weeks of August. Uh, I think the, the first one it might be the Chris, the Chris Paul camp, so that's for guards. Yep. I want to say Monte Morris has played that before. And then he's also going to go to the Nike Skills Academy camp. And so those are like both three-day camps and put them against some of the best you know, obviously the best college players in the country, first guards with, with Chris Paul, and I think just more all-around players at the Nike camp. And um, We saw Monte Morris, George Yang go to those types of camps while they're out at Iowa State, so not a huge surprise. But to go to both of those, that's going to you know, probably get him ready for you know, what he's looking for as more of the standout guy in this next year's team. And then you know, the NBA draft, probably for 2000, uh, I guess it would be 19, so – those mock drafts have come out, and it's, it's really early, but I've seen him anywhere from the lottery to not pick to late 20s, and I think that's the thing with him is he's still got a lot to prove this year, and depending on what kind of season he has, he could probably be all across the board when he puts his name back in the draft and goes through the process next spring. going to be fun to keep an eye on. Big summer ahead, recruiting news, and a whole lot more. Alex Halstead from Cyclone Alert. Alex, as always, thanks for catching up with us. We'll do it again next week. Yep, guys. Talk to you guys later. Alex Halstead stepping in, talking some Cyclones with it. We go Mm -hmm. from the Clones to the Cubs on the other side. Another loss last night for Chicago. Is that panic button ready to be hit yet? We'll ask Al Yellen from Bleed Cubby Blue. He's up next here on Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Look for showers to end early this evening, then becoming mostly clear and cooler, low near 66. Partly cloudy, warm and dry for your Wednesday with a high of 86 degrees. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards.
Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores to everyone for free, even if you're not a customer. And checking your score won't hurt your credit. We call it the Discover Credit Scorecard. And once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Check your credit. Compare your card. Go to discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at The Rookie. SportsCards.com. Support Special Olympics Iowa and join the Kiwanis Club of Urbandale for the annual Jim Jordan Memorial Golf Classic on Wednesday, August 15th at Our Creek Golf Course in Ankeny. Special Olympics Iowa provides year-round sports training and athletic competition to over 14,000 individuals with intellectual disabilities in the state of Iowa. The tournament starts at 8 a.m. and all golfers receive 18 holes of golf, a cart, lunch, and opportunity for prizes. To sign up a foursome, as an individual or for sponsorship opportunities, please visit soiowa.org or call 515-986-5520. We'll see you on August 15th at Otter Creek Golf Course to chip in for the athletes. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. 
find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Swing it a minute. Slam dunk. Touchdown. Sports. It's Jimmy B and TC. Oh, yeah. The word you're looking for is wow. Here's Gemma Trent. Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 6 o'clock. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, uh, former Hawks, Tim Dwight, Davian Banks will be our guest. But right now we're going to change and head out to the Major League Baseball world where the Chicago Cubs are just sucking pond water all of a sudden here. Couldn't get it done in Cincinnati and then lost last night on the left coast to the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers as well. Here to straighten everything out and to tell fans just really relax. Al Yellen, Bleed Cubby Blue. It's always fun when Al's on the show. How are you, Al? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, what do you take out of what we have seen so far? Is it just one of those things where you say, okay, it's baseball and they play 162 games and I'm not going to get all that excited? That's it. That's exactly it. I mean, I see on Twitter, I mean, people are calling for Joe Madden to be fired and for COFC <laughs> to be fired. And, I, and here's the only thing I have to say to people who do that. Stop it. Stop it. It's ridiculous. It's five games out of 162. The Cubs were worse off at the All-Star break last year and wound up having a great second half of the season and won their division. This team is good. It's talented. Um, they, will, you know, they, they will eventually, you know, they've got guys who are hurt, banged up, They'll get everybody back, and they should be just fine. Well, one of those guys that's banged up right now is Chris Bryan as he's dealing with uh, some shoulder pain. You know, he's sat out again last night. That's three consecutive. Madden, I believe, after the game said more likely than not he'll be out again. At this point, with the 10-day DL as opposed to the old 15-day DL, doesn't it make sense just to give him a little bit of extra time away, see if that shoulder can heal up a little bit more, and, and also maybe give him a mental break? I think it probably it, it might actually be a good idea. You know, Chris Bryant's only hit one home run since May 14th. Hmm. So, you know, he maybe have had other issues besides just the shoulder uh, that he's had to deal with that he's not really telling anybody about. They've now played, because he's missed four games, they essentially played with a 24-man roster for four days. So I think, you know, within one more day, they got to really make a decision whether they're going to, uh, you know, have him take, you know, the 10-day physical and mental break, or whether they're going to try and have him play through it. Interesting. Where, when you actually sit back and think about that, um, do you really think that it has impacted his game that much? Or do you think not only does he maybe be struggling that, but it's in his head as well? Well, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't propose to get into anybody's head and think what they're thinking, but... You know, I mean, these guys have to have struggles at their jobs just like anybody might. Um, and if, if a physical thing is causing them to uh, to not be able to perform, then, yeah, maybe it could be a little bit of uh, every time he goes up there saying, man, I'm, I'm, you know, this is happening again and again and again, which is why uh, a physical break might help both, you know, physically and with, with the mental side of things. You know, the Cubs have... A guy they have uh, hired as mental skills coordinator, former player John Baker. He's done. Uh, he's done a good job of talking. You know, just sitting and talking to guys and helping them work on that side of the game. Maybe John Baker needs to sit down with Chris Bryant. You know, just have a little chat and you know remind him how good he is. 
and uh, that, 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 you know, this too shall pass. Talking right now with Al Yellen, Bleed Cubby Blue, part of SB Nation. You can find Al It is great teamwork over there. Uh, to last night, and Dwayne Underwood Jr. gets the start, makes his way up from here in Des Moines. Looked pretty good. Had a long, long first inning, including that ridiculous 14-pitch at bat uh, from Matt Kemp. But your thoughts on Underwood, a guy that has some good stuff, controls, always been a concern, but first time out, well, better than some of the guys we've seen brought up in the past. Well, one of the one of the good best things about that start, like you say, he had a ridiculous first inning, and then he settled down and did real well for three more innings. You know, some guys would have let that first inning just you know destroy them for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. but it's clear that Underwood has talent. Uh, he just needs to learn to mix up his pitches a little better. Uh, he was having trouble controlling a changeup, which is why he had so much trouble in that first inning. But uh, there's definitely talent there, and that's that's good. You know, he's been in the organization now six years. So, uh, you know, you'd like to see some uh, some major league production out of that. I think he will be back. Yeah, he's a, a guy with a lot of upside. Yep. And uh, Tommy Birch, the uh, writer on the Iowa Cubs for the Des Moines Register, I'm sure you know Tommy's work, Al. He, uh, he mentioned, kind of given a scouting report, as long as yep. he can get through the first inning, he's going to be in good shape. And we certainly saw that last night. Now, he was pulled going into his second at bat, getting a pinch hitter up there. Did you agree with the decision from Madden last night to pull the rookie? I think I think you kind of had to. Um, it, it wasn't a pitch count or anything. He certainly could have thrown another inning, but and I think at that point, Joe's got a couple runners on base. And he wants to generate some offense in any way he can. You know, Tommy Lestella had a really good uh, first two months. He struggled a little bit lately, but uh, I, you know, this is one of the reasons that I am now a proponent of the DH. You know, you got a pitcher going well. Why should you have to take him out? just because they're not hitting. Mm-hmm. If his pitching is good enough, you should be able to leave him in there. I, you know, I think we're eventually going to see the DH uh, league-wide. Um, yeah, will you miss a little bit about you know a pitcher hits a home run every now and then? Sure, that's fun, but it doesn't happen often enough to make it worth it. And also, pitchers are getting hurt now running the bases. Right. Uh, and you don't, nobody wants that. Uh, so I, I think it's just a matter of time. Where we have the DH league, you know, league wide, and then you won't have to make decisions like Joe made last night. Uh, take me to tonight's game. John Lester on the mound. He's won five straight. His ERA is one point six four. Is he the guy? At least on paper, right now, it appears that he's the guy that can be the. I guess, slump buster for the Cubs. And whatever he's drinking, Al, can you get some for me, okay? Yeah, we need to all get something like that. This <laughs> yeah. is, uh, tonight is a pitching rematch of the last time uh, Lester went out last week against the Dodgers. He faced Ross Stripling. Stripling held the Cubs to three runs in six innings, but Lester was better, shut out the Dodgers for seven innings. Yep. And basically, it's real simple. The Cubs need him to do that again. Speaking of pitchers, Lester has been ridiculously good. A big bounce-back season from a down year, at least for his standards, a year ago. You Darvish, he makes a start last night at a single-A South Bend. Looked good. Numbers were good. Velocity was there. But I don't know if you saw his quotes afterwards. I, I thought telling. Now, you always have to wonder, you know, translation, English as a second language, through a translator, those type of things. Maybe sometimes some of the message can get lost. But Darvish said this. I had some anxiety coming into this game. I did with the simulated game. Hopefully I can build my confidence going forward, unquote. Anxiety for a simulated game and a single-A start, does that concern you at all? I mean, maybe you, you, you may have hit the nail on the head when you say, you know, kind of lost in translation. Mm-hmm. I mean, the translators are good, 
but they may not have uh, said exactly the right word that that Darvish right. meant to, meant to convey. And, you know, anxiety may mean something different to him than it does to you and me. Um, he's on his way to Los Angeles. Uh, apparently, he's already he's actually in Los Angeles now, having joined the team. They're going to talk about you know what comes next, whether maybe he'd be ready to start a game at Wrigley Field this weekend, or whether he needs one more. Uh, clearly, physically, he looks fine. Uh, and seemed fine from the outing last night, but you know, maybe maybe he just needs one more to get all the rust off. Interesting that uh, that you, Darvish, after we saw him perform at such a high level, we did see the little bit of the meltdown that he had with the Dodgers in the playoffs. But other than that, I mean, he was solid when he was with Texas. Did anybody see this coming, or did everybody think that he once again was going to be you, Darvish? Well, I sure thought he was going to be you, Darvish. He looked like that in spring training, that's for sure. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that he was, uh, you know, had such struggles, you know, until they put him on the table, this was a surprise to me. Um, there may have been a period of adjustment. You may remember three years ago, John Lester had the same problem. He was terrible his first month with the Cubs. And then, you know, kind of settled in and, uh, you know, it was the pitcher that everybody expected the Cubs to be at. There's, there's definitely an adjustment period. For anybody coming to a new city, to a new organization, to new teammates, um, you don't know how, any, how they're going to react. And, you know, hopefully he comes back and, and he is that guy again. There doesn't really seem to be anything terribly physically wrong with him. So it's just a matter of making his pitches and be, going out there and realizing that he's good. Al, uh, earlier in the program today we were talking about sporting what-ifs, and, and everybody that has a favorite team, whatever they follow, they can remember a particular game that, boy, if this would have went a different way, how different it would have been. Now, you can go back before the World Series, and I'm sure there's a lot of moments to Do you have a singular moment with the Cubs, a great what-if, and you wonder if that would have happened, what happened afterwards, how different it could be? Well, there's like. You know, there's a whole lot of what ifs. You can go back to the, uh, the you know, the 2003 uh, NLCS, which we don't really need to talk about anymore. You can go back to the 1984 NLCS. Yeah. We need to talk about that here. But, you know, I think to me the biggest what if in the history of the franchise has got to be the Lou Brock trade. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, you know, if not only did Lou Brock go on to become a Hall of Fame player with the Cardinals and help them win three pennants, if the Cubs had just let him be who he was, they were trying to turn him into a power hitter, which he wasn't. Um, if they had just turned him loose on the base pass like the Cardinals did, uh, you know, think about a guy like that being on the 1969 Cubs. You know, that's probably a World Series champion, and then we would then we didn't, don't have a 108 year drought. Yeah, uh, and you know, those teams might have won multiple World Series. So that 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 could be the biggest what if in franchise history. You know, you went and you you referenced the Bartman game. I'll say the name. I know that you don't want to, and I understand perfectly. Are you saying the what if on Bartman, or are you saying the what if on the next batter where there was an error at shortstop that cost the Cubs the game? Here's the biggest what if on that game. Since you brought it up again, I really wasn't going to talk about it, but since you did, I'm going to bring it up. The biggest what if okay, on that fair game enough. was after that incident happened. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of times when a manager can affect the flow of a game or what happens in a game, but that's one of those times. The man, you know, you forget that Mark Pryor was a 23-year-old kid in his first full major league season that year. And, you know, he probably should have been taken out earlier, but he's still out there. And the manager's job right there is to go out there, slow the game down, remind everybody they got five outs to go, stall a little bit, let the bullpen start getting ready, and Dusty Baker sat on his butt and did nothing. 
That's that's the singular failure of his managerial career. He should have gone out there and didn't. Moises Alou's reaction, Alex Gonzalez at shortstop the air, and on and on. Yeah. We won't relive it anymore. Get a victory tonight, Al. We'll be talking soon, all right? Right. Thanks. Thanks for having me again. Al Yellen joining okay, us. Bleed Cubby Blue, always fun going down memory lane with him, Jimmy B, and, well, even in the not-so-fun moments. And, of course, we go back to the, the Bartman game, but they still had a Game 7 after that, too. They had an opportunity. They, they jumped out to a lead. Harry Wood hits a home run. Here we yep. go. Well... And then quickly came <laughs> the other way. Oh, the life of a Cubs fan. Had a uh, Twitter response a little bit earlier when we were talking about that. said, the Cubs have more than anybody. It has to be the Cubs at the forefront of that. And, and I certainly could buy that, the Yanks of the Cubs fans out of there. One hour in the books. We got one more to go coming up on the other side. Jim and I will kick off the hour. And then Tavian Banks and Tim Dwight, about 5'10". They'll be joining us here on Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu. Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. For one more beer for me, exile needs quality, so savagely. Best beer in all the land, brewed with a loving hand, from bottle, keg, or can. Exile Brewing, E-X-I-L-E, for me, E-X-I-L-E, let's drink. Crack open a Ruthie today, enjoy your when you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Sponsored by Boost Mobile. Switch to Boost and get three lines, each with unlimited gigs for $100 a month, plus 20 gigs of mobile hotspot on each line. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. 
Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Ever wonder why Miller High Life is called the champagne of beers? Because it's a flavorful, easy-drinking beer with a perfect storm of tiny champagne-like bubbles. And it's been that way since 1903. If you've got the time. Welcome to the High Life. We've got the beer, Miller Beer. 2018 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Drink High Life responsibly. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA. 